You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again and happy that our Buffalo Bills sit at 1-0 after the 27-17 victory over the New York Jets on Sunday. You know, by this point, you've probably gotten a lot of takeaways from the game. Um, I won't get into too many of the specifics. Um, obviously, was giddy to see Stefan Diggs in a Buffalo Bills uniform and, and just his performance on the field. Eight receptions on nine targets for 86 yards. Um, certainly one of the key takeaways for, for me. Um, another piece that really stood out, of course, I think if you have to talk about it, the play of Josh Allen. And, you know, as you you think about him and and what he, you know, his progression, I guess you could say, right? 33 of 46 passes, 312 yards, two touchdowns, 14 carries for 57 yards, one rushing touchdown. Um, definitely a complete game from the Buffalo Bills third-year quarterback, his first 300-yard passing game um, in his career, and and really working the ball around to, you know, to the weapons that he has on offense, right? I mean, we saw... We saw receptions from a number of players. Uh, we saw a good day from John Brown, Cole Beasley, uh, receptions from Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, Zach Moss getting into the end zone on a short four-yard touchdown pass. Um, Allen really doing some good things, utilizing the weapons around him. And as I said, none bigger than number 14, Stefan Diggs. Now, as I dive into things a little bit, I- I'm just going to give a little bit of a fair warning. This is going to be a little bit of a rant, at least based on my standards. And you guys know that I don't complain too much on this podcast. I try not to get too negative. I try not to get too high or get too low. But when I'm watching the game on Sunday, and I think back to the game against the Texans and others from last season, and really just over Josh's Josh Allen's career with the Buffalo Bills, you know, there's that certain time where you just get like a, a little bit of a pit in your stomach, I guess, for lack of a better term. And I say this, I'll, I'll start out by saying it. I think you all know at this point, I love Josh Allen as a quarterback, is what he does for the team as a leader. I don't have many, you know, I don't have many problems with Brian Dable's offensive play calling. I mean, nothing is ever going to be perfect, right, when it comes to play calling or how things go on an offense or if there's a mispass or a botched play or whatever that part may be. But it really does come around the designed runs for Allen and and really, let's just say the ball security issues. And I say this, right, for as great a game as he played on Sunday, you have two fumbles in the first half, and it kind of puts you in that position where you're like, man, our quarterback is one taking some hits. And I get it, right? Like there's nothing statistically to say that a running quarterback versus a pocket quarterback and what those injuries look like. I mean, we have seen injuries taking place to plenty of guys that are, you know, in the pocket, per se. You know, but when we go to this, right, it's just every time that I see him running 
I can't help but think to myself, like, just slide, go down, go down, right? Like, just have that kind of awareness that it's not in a position where you are going out and and fighting for that extra yard every time. Hey, if it's, you know, fourth and short yardage and, and you've got to put yourself out there to try and gain the first down, that's a little bit different. When you think of some of the other situations, though, and you see Josh, he's in the middle of the field, he's avoided a couple of defenders, and he puts himself in a position, one, either to take the big hit, or two, he's carrying the ball like kind of a, a loaf of bread, right? That old analogy, I guess, that gets thrown out there so many times. You know, that is the part that has me cringing a bit as a fan. And I say this, right, like it's not – I don't want to make it sound like I'm just nitpicking. There was so much good that you can take away from from him and, and what he was able to do on uh, at Sunday's game, right? It's that piece. But, but honestly, it's – you know, here we are a couple days later now, and it's still kind of sticking in my head. And I know there's been a lot of conversation around it, right? And there's a lot of folks that feel like, well, he shouldn't be running – and that's and that's not really what what I'm saying, right? It's it's not one of those pieces that I would look at and say that I don't want Josh Allen running the ball. He's truly a weapon when it comes to running the ball. That part to me is no question whatsoever, right? Whether it's a designed run, whether it's a scramble, his ability to avoid contact in the pocket, um, he certainly has a gift. And that is a piece for me that I really look at. And, and when I take a look at this, I do think to myself, like, listen, man, it is never something that I would want to look at things and just say, like, hey, I, I don't want Allen to run the ball. Um, he was certainly the most effective runner that the Bills had on Sunday. And in many ways, right, just as we take a look at things, we are going to need him to continue to be able to to utilize his legs um, in key situations. So, you know, when we talk about designed runs, I'm not against designed runs. I'm not against the scrambles. Like this is part of what makes Josh Allen effective at what he does. Really for me, it just comes to that piece where I'm just screaming at the TV and saying to myself, just get down, right? Just slide, just get down, get out of bounds, whatever it may be. Don't take those unnecessary hits, but more importantly, don't have the football in a position where you are going to, you know, put yourself up to try and gain an extra two yards, right? If it's a 15 yard run, listen, man, slide, hit the ground, get to the next play, protect the ball and be good with it. And I realize, right, it's we're one game into the season. The Bills were dominated against the Jets and all of those pieces. So honestly, like I said, I consider this a bit of a rant, at least based on my standards. But I do think it is one of those pieces as we talk about where we want to be, how he makes that progress. Man, everything he did as a passer on Sunday, right? Yeah, a couple of miscues, but that happens with every quarterback. I watched Tom Brady. I watched Drew Brees. I watched Ben Roethlisberger. All these guys, right, kind of missing on passes uh, throughout their games, uh, the ones that I was able to watch in, in full over these past couple of days. So, you know, you go through with this piece. I don't want to make it sound like I'm nitpicking, but it is one of those things where you talked about and you see the workouts in training camp where they're trying to poke the ball out as he's rushing in these pieces. You know, for me, it's just like, listen, if you're going to run, that's fine but you just got to be able to identify like when at a certain point, if you're kind of surrounded by three guys, I know you're a big guy, you can take a hit. 
I don't need to see it. Slide, get down, get back into the huddle, get that next play. You've already made something positive happen, and let's see what we can do. So honestly, it's one of those pieces, like I say, you guys know I try to stay as positive as I possibly can when it comes to the team. I'm always a glass half full kind of guy. But here I am a couple days past Sunday, and it's still just sort of like sitting there, you know, just a little bit, right? When you think about things and you just say it to yourself, like, gosh, like, I just, I don't want to see this continue to be something that happens. And for, you know, the better part of two full seasons, I guess, right, that he has been been the quarterback for the Bills, you know, we really look at these things now and we say to ourselves, okay, you know, what what is it here? How can we do this better? Can it be better? And it's just, it's one of those pieces uh, I realize I'm rambling and and I guess in this situation it's okay. But uh, <laughs> you know, a couple days later, when you're still having these thoughts, you feel that it's worth sharing with uh, with everybody. You know, I did think uh, for those of you that subscribe to The Athletic, Tim Graham had what I thought was a great piece. It's titled, Bills See Some of Josh Allen's Best, But Their Decisions Flirt with the Worst. Um, it does talk about the designed runs, the Bills being up 21 nothing. some of the pieces there. And I think it would be one of those things that it would be um, – if I were to recommend something for you to read, I would certainly highlight that as a piece that talks about some of the designed runs. And and again, just kind of putting yourselves in a position where if you are a turnover prone player, um, don't put yourself in that position. And, you know, something from that standpoint, I think you just need to kind of take a look at and I'd really be curious to get your thoughts as well. So hit me up on Twitter at Anthem Marino. You can hit me in the comments section as well. Um, and of course, I would just love to get your thoughts on the game, right? Like not just, uh, you know, the feedback on Allen and the fumbles and some of those pieces. And, you know, if you think it's a big deal, if you think it's not a big deal, I mean, you know, I want to hear from from each of you. Um, now on Sunday, right, the Buffalo Bills will head down to Miami. They will take on Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Miami Dolphins. Um, I'm curious how long Fitz will have as, you know, the starting quarterback, uh, for Miami, right? If you look at things, obviously drafting Tua Tagovailoa, number five overall in the 2020 NFL draft, you know it's just a matter of time before he becomes the starting QB. Um, in some ways, I wonder if it's like, hey, let's put Fitz out there against the Patriots, against the Bills, some of the top defenses in the NFL, where then we can bring the rookie in, um, you know, maybe against a, you know, a defense that isn't considered one of the top five in the league, which certainly the Dolphins face in these first two weeks. Um, from my standpoint, again, I look at it from, you know, for the Bills as what should be another positive scenario for them on Sunday. Um, I would go with a 27 to 10 final for Buffalo. I realize they scored 27 points last week, but I think when you look at the progress that the Dolphins still need to make, um, yes, we've seen good fits in what he can be, but um, with that said, I think the Bills' defense will will still be in a decent spot, um, at least the early sounds of it day-to-day for Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano, so I don't think all is lost there. And for the Bills, predicting a 27-10 to 10 victory. But like I said, always want to get your thoughts. Um, hit me up on Twitter, at Anthemarino. Hit me up in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com. Um, and along those same lines, if you haven't done so yet, hit that subscribe button. We want you to get all of our great shows here at Buffalo Rumblings. And if you haven't checked it out yet, Jamie D and Big Newt, our newest show, uh, joining the family. And these guys are off to a great start. 
I encourage you to give them a listen, along with Circling the Wagons, Believe, uh, the Buff Hub podcast, of course, the Bruce exclusive, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, and uh, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, right? Every week we've got you covered um, with a great lineup of shows, and we always appreciate that feedback. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks so much for everything. And as always, go Bills. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, The Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.